Hello, and welcome to Manifestor Academy for Entrepreneurs with Michelle Anderson. If you are curious about how to manifest the life and business of your dreams, you're in the right spot. I will be sharing interviews, tips, tricks, stories, and anything I can think of by lifting up the hood on my own experience and my own businesses, including my coaching practice, about how you can manifest your dream life and business I hope you enjoy it. If you want to learn more, you can always go to michelleanderson.com. That's Michelle with two L's and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end. It's Michelle, and thanks so much for listening. I'm going to talk about belonging on this episode. And I think if you are running a really small business, um, I consider mine a pretty small business. It's just me. I have one employee. There's other people that help out, but I am usually remotely working on my own. And it can feel lonely. And I think the best way to handle this sort of thing is just to be able to belong to yourself, I'm going to kind of describe how important that is. And I know that, you know, if you really want to build a following, go ahead and polarize people. I'm going to just throw it out there. Um, Let's take the movie The Notebook. I really hate this movie. I think it's very codependent. And I think it's a love story that is dysfunctional. That's just me. And I'm going to explain why. Maybe you're not my fan anymore because... I know that's a lot of people's favorite movies, but when those people in the movie couldn't really be together like they wanted to, they were miserable. So what kind of a life is that if you are miserable when you're not with a person? Um, I understand missing someone and loving someone and adoring someone, but that's codependent, you guys. Um, And I'm really over all the movies and songs that say a person can't live without another person. These are codependent musings. And sure, breakups hurt and it feels really, really lovely to have a rich connection with a person, but we are still individuals. Another person does not complete us. So in light of the two high-profile suicides that I really took note of last year, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain, And I will have no idea what was ever going on in their minds. Um, And I just watched the documentary of Alexander McQueen. I'm a huge fan of his work. And I love how edgy and distressing and shocking and just, in my opinion, beautiful his works are. I, I reflected on the one thing that really threatens my own grounding at times. And it really scared me. Because... You know, I really looked up to all of these people as influencers and business moguls who appeared to be so good at breaking the rules and confident in being themselves. I mean, that is a feat in itself, right? It takes a lot of strength. And no matter how high I climb or how centered I get, a temptation to derail arrives and it comes in the form a lot of times of needing to belong. 
People spend a lot of time and energy trying to belong to things outside of themselves and they end up moving further away from who they are in the process. So for people who aren't connecting with their truth, the world outside, especially a romantic partner, might appear to have the answers and it never does. There is a thriving ecosystem of codependency in our culture and I see it crippling a lot of people's growth especially creatives and only we know what we need for ourselves and when we don't answer that call to action we start to look for it from others and from outward things strangely being true to ourselves can require some of the largest amounts of courage possible so yeah I understand the need to belong to a person, a group of people, or a movement with an alternate identity as a way to alleviate the scary parts of being authentic. Because it can be like pretty stinking scary to be authentic. And use your own voice and speak your truth. I get all of that stuff. I get scared too. But the longer we lie to ourselves, the more challenging it is to recalibrate. Belonging to others is painful because they can never give us what we need. The only solution is to belong to oneself. Essentially, it means loving oneself more than others. I've found that the easiest way to do this is to become ruthless about your belongings, the places you belong to, the people you belong to, your things. And stay absolutely courageous about being who you really are. And it can be pretty hard when you're doing whatever you're doing, whoever you are. Because you may find yourself around a lot of things that are opposite of your truth. It might be hard to stick your neck out, right? You know, it is super what I'm all about in a really huge way. Um... And it's something that I lived, I've lived through in, especially since I started my business, um, several different iterations of where I belonged. And I would say that I really, really hardcore started a, an intentional business growth, like coaching journey about seven years ago. And the first three years of that, um, I can't say that I had like a really strong group of friends. I had a couple of friends. I was actually really struggling to keep my business alive and I was really busy doing that. So I kind of worked a lot. I networked a lot. I worked. I had um, a husband at the time. So I wasn't like going out and about like dating or anything like that. And I wasn't in any like many social like friend groups. I didn't play any sports. So that those circles for me were kind of small. And then I lost my core friend uh, friends because I fired one of them and that meant that everyone associated with that friend had to go um, because that was kind of the end of our friendship. <laughs> um, then I was... I started getting coached and I started growing really quickly because I started to see how many places I in my life I needed to grow and all the rapid transformation um I was just you know I was shifting who I was being I would see that 
you know, I had really loose boundaries in one area of my business, so I would tighten them up and then I would see that I was doing something incorrectly in another area of my business and then I needed to tighten that up. And so I was just changing left and right by all these light bulbs going on. So this just meant that, you know, every three months I kind of felt like a different person for a little while because I wanted to do my homework. Like I wanted my business to work. I wanted to be able to have something to show for myself at the end of the day. Like I wanted to be able to have clients with rewarding work and I wanted to be able to pay my bills. And after I figured that out, I wanted to be able to have extra money for fun things. So I was kind of focused on that. Didn't really, you know, the only kind of friend groups I had around this time would be the ones that I was developing as I was networking. So they were more just some colleagues and stuff like that. And it wasn't really until a couple of years ago after my divorce and I thought, gosh, I really need to get social and meet some new people and get active that I started to magnetize a kind of a core group of friends and some people that I started to really care about. And I thought, gosh, it's really refreshing to have people that I'm not like doing business with or trying to network with that are my friends again, because that just wasn't something that was on my radar for a little while. I had to buckle down and figure out how to do things. And it was kind of boring and kind of lonely socially for a little while. And as this started to happen, this um, felt really great. And I was, I had become such a different person that I was just attracting different people as friends anyways. So it felt nourishing to have a group again. Like I was always kind of jealous of the cheers bar mentality where there's just a place where you go and it's, you know, people know you and it's kind of a familiar thing. And I actually have a couple of friends who grew up on the west side of Cincinnati and I we I love this topic because you know their environment is really different than mine. I I didn't grow up in the city that I live in right now, although I've been here for a long time, but I've traveled a lot and I've lived in different places, so I'm not a person that has had friends from the time I was you know, in kindergarten or anything like that, but I do know people that are like that, that are kind of in my friend circle, and they have expressed how challenging it is, um, especially in going through a divorce, that people will shun them because they've gotten a divorce, and um, that's kind of a whole nother topic as to why they do that, (laughs) but you know, one of the upsides of not really having a strong environment is that when you are shifting and changing and making big changes is that your environment really isn't in the way. And my environment wasn't really in the way for me, um, like friends and stuff, because I just didn't have many. (laughs) So it's really easy for me to, um, let go of those types of things, because it's just not something that I've always had but that is in contrast to if you are one of these people that has a really strong friend group that you've had for a long long time these are really important things I'm usually kind of envious of people who have them at the same time just imagine like people in those groups sometimes they grow together and sometimes they don't and sometimes you're the one that outgrows the group And my friends that have 
come to know me and come from these environments have outgrown their group and I think it's you know fascinating to hear what they go through it's you know not quite like divorcing a partner that you've married but it's kind of a big deal and I ended up forming this really small group that I enjoyed and I felt like I belonged with this group I felt you know that these people were creative I understood them it was fun to be with them one of the things I didn't like about this group was that the hanging out surrounded being in bars and I'm you know almost 40 years old and I love being in a beautiful bar and I love having a social drink with someone and with my really close friends I've definitely gotten really drunk with them (laughs) rarely but it happens but um to to belong to this group meant that I was in bars more often than I even cared to be and it's not my habit to drink more than three days a week and sometimes not at all so this was really kind of a compromise I was making to be in this environment just to be around people that I really do love these people and I did love these people so I finally had to look at where these people were and they're all business owners and some of them on a weeknight would continue to drink pretty heavily and I I kind of tried not to see it because I wanted I was compromising to have a group of friends actually and these are a group of really well-liked people in the professional community that I've been in and I and I just decided that being in that environment wasn't going to be good for my business and there were actually some big reasons why um, it was going to stunt my growth and I kind of divorced that group and I was pretty sad (laughs) and I think it wasn't necessarily just business first for me but it was you know my own livelihood first I didn't want to be five years from now someone who had spent more time socializing with people I liked in bars than um getting somewhere in life and not that you I don't believe that you always have to be kind of really plowing forward full speed ahead it is my belief that you need to be in momentum in order to be healthy. And what I was seeing in this circle was a lot of talk and not a lot of action. So um, since then, you know, I actually reformed my friend circle and it's reforming again. Um, Because of this and because of my delight in having a friend circle that I liked and then the sadness I felt after leaving that I kind of had to check in with myself and go okay well where do I belong and is this going to happen again and where what do I want my social environment to look like if I am to be this person that's basically arrived I mean I have a four-hour work week for one of my businesses And then my coaching practice takes up probably another 30 hours a week. And then I spend another four to six hours on my other 
programs. So I can do this from anywhere in the world. And I had to say to myself, well, where do I belong? Especially if I want to be able to uproot myself and go somewhere interesting. Where do I belong? Like, so it, it forced me to reiterate that I belong to me. And you can talk about it. You can agree with it. You cannot agree with it. I know that I have a very codependent background and healing from codependency has been one of my favorite things that I've ever done. And I've done this with the help of my coaches and I see a person um, that talks about relating and relationship skills and that has actually been the most brilliant part of kind of unraveling codependency and to finally do that and belong to myself and feel confident is kind of the coolest thing that I've felt really and the reason why is that you know someone could come and shit all over my newsletter that I just wrote and people do that like every now and then someone replies back to me and tells me what a shitty writer I am and I'm not a shitty writer sometimes someone will you know like just say something stupid to my face or whatever it is or even my own demons in my head might tackle me that happens a lot actually the more confident I get I notice like the the harder the self-talk can be (laughs) but the feeling in my bones that I belong to myself is kind of like I feel like a fire hose that has water going through it like no one can knock me down like someone could come and like clean out my bank account and steal my car and take all my furniture and I really like my furniture it's really cute and just that feeling of belonging it can't be replaced like I don't care if I don't make any any money in a year the if someone want take away this feeling from me like that would be worse um So how do you get there? Well, I kind of described what's not in my world. Like one of the things that's not in my world are things that are compromising for me to belong to. That would be friends that are creating an environment that aren't in alignment with my truth. Um, I I still love to feel like I belong to a group. I mean, absolutely. There's nothing better than hanging out with my friends that I have now and feeling like I belong with them because I do. Like, that's just a natural fit. But I don't rely on that for identity. And I think that's the thing when you rely on a group of friends or a sports team that you're on or a partner that you have for your identity that that you end up just kind of giving yourself and your power over to what that is. And when you don't have that thing, then you are without your own power and confidence. And that is what I'm trying to get across. I mean, you have to have this in order to be of small business. Sometimes I get a little jealous of people that work in corporations, but only for like two seconds (laughs) when I see shows about, you know, the camaraderie and the jokes and the interesting cultures and stuff like that. But you know, I would never want to actually work for uh, another person. Um, this is just too amazing. But you do, if you're working for yourself, have to have this relentless strength about committing to who you are in your own truth. And especially when, you know, it, it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm so badass. I'm, you know, no, no one can put me down like I'm too strong but really like at the end of the day when you have to hang out with yourself 
for that not to be boring, that takes some fucking guts. So um, it's important. And I think editing out the shit in your life, like people, places, and things that are not in alignment with your truth is like the number one way to start to belong to yourself because it basically clears away the ugliness or the darkness or whatever is just not working and it allows you to see who you are and when you see for yourself who you really are then then it's easy to know how you belong what you look like what your voice is and that's one of the other things I really love about having a small business today is that there's so many different ways to get your voice out there like you know we're podcasting now and you're listening to me and I have an Instagram and I have a newsletter and I have a blog and I have all these ways where I can try my voice out and it's just as much about engaging with potential clients and getting the message out there as it is for me to see what I look like because I read those and I listen to the content I put out there and I go, yeah, that really sounds like me where, you know, when I first started doing this, I might read something and go, hmm, a little rickety, like I'm, I'm copying someone or something like that. So if you still feel rusty and rickety about, you know, belonging to yourself or whatever that may be, I think the answer is also in just trying and doing and, and moving and, and, and putting yourself out there and sharing and, and that momentum and that flow and that engagement, it's really engagement with yourself because you're doing it and you, when you're small and you're growing a following wherever you're growing it, if it's social media or new clients or whatever it is, you got to basically do it for yourself before you're doing it for others because a lot of the times you uh, might be talking to a wall (laughs) at the beginning before people actually listen to you. So just throwing that out there and I want you to know that it's, it's actually really important for me to see you belonging to yourself and I love to go to Instagram accounts. I'm a big Instagrammer Um, or, you know, see someone's art or, book or whatever creation they've made or business offering or whatever and and say to myself gosh that's that's really beautiful that's really unique to that person or really unique to that business and I really want that or I I love that they're you know so authentic and and they seem like they belong to themselves or the you know that's their own thing they're not trying to be something else so It's important, you know, there's so much codependency and it's very crippling if you are trying to grow or, you know, um, be creative or both. And I see my business as very creative and I didn't initially, but, you know, having a codependency or a need to, to be a part of something that is not really moving you along, that isn't the best thing for you, I mean that's going to prevent you from getting where you want to go. So if you, as long as you belong to yourself, then you won't get wrapped up in all that. (laughs) So that is something that, you know, out of all my, all my newsletters, when I sent this out, I, I got a pretty big response about belonging. And I think that it is one of the keys to battling insecurity and some of the depression that people feel and comparison and all that sort of thing. And I think it's really important. So Hey, you guys, let me know um, what you think about the episodes. I haven't gotten any reviews yet. I think we're on episode 22. 
Uh, so I would love it if you would give me a review on wherever you're listening. It would be really important to me. Um, and if you're a small business and you uh, have a following somewhere that I'm on, like Instagram or Facebook or whatever it may be, um, and you review me, DM me, and I'll give you a shout out. I would love to do that. So thank you, and I will speak with you soon. Thank you so much for joining us on the episode today. I'm so glad you were here to give a listen. If you liked it, this is a new podcast right now, so I would really appreciate it if you would give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on, just to let other people know that this is a place where you can learn how to manifest the life and business of your dreams. Also, if you want to find out more, follow us on Instagram. It's Michelle and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end on Instagram and Michelle Anderson. Dot com is the website.